Hello, and welcome back to the Friendship Bed Podcast. I'm Alma. And I'm Crystal. We love to have real, honest conversations about life and how the conservative culture that we grew up in shaped our mindsets. With that being said, let's jump into our topic. Well, this week we have Martha here with us. I'm really excited to record this episode. I've known Martha for a long time, probably about 20 years or so, and it's been fun reconnecting more recently, and I'm just excited to hear what you have to say. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Martha, and I am, first of all, thank you for having me on here. I own a small business called Wild Fox, and uh, I'm 29 years old. Um, There's really not that much for me to say about myself, honestly. Um, I live with my sister. I'm not married. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I love adventure, and I love people. That's pretty much, yeah, that's what makes my world go around. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're really excited to have you here, and uh, before we get started, did we want to do breadcrumbs? Yeah, that sounds good. My breadcrumb is that it actually rained, so I didn't have to water my garden. (laughs) Dude, yes. That is great. Less work. I'm so happy about it. (laughs) Yes, I agree. I'm happy about it, too. Wait, that makes me think. I think I have a fern outside still, and it is getting water, too. Oh, that's nice. That's great. That's perfect. That's really nice. It's in the sun a lot, and that's great. It got some rain today. That's perfect. That is perfect. That could be my breadcrumb, too. (laughs) (laughs) Unexpected breadcrumb. (laughs) Um, But no, for me, my breadcrumb, I would say, for this past week, was that I got to sleep in. And that is huge. um, Because I've been getting up super early all summer long. And I took a week where I did not, I was not open at my normal location with my food trailer. Mm -hmm. Um... And so I was able to sleep in, or at least sleep until, you know, 6.30 or 7 a.m., which is, yeah, it was it was so nice. So that's a breadcrumb. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. Considering how early you're usually open. Yeah. That's, that's significant. Yes. Yeah. I feel human again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> Hopefully you're able to, like, carve out more times to get to do that if it makes you feel more human again yeah i think i think it will well i only have a couple more weeks before i'll be i'll have to close down oh for for the the winter for the season yeah so yeah but i do try to take naps in the afternoon that definitely helps yeah but i've never in my adult life had to do that before but yeah i figured out that if i do that it definitely it helps for sure for the rest of your day. Yes. That makes sense. And it makes me feel better in the morning, of course. Um, I think my breadcrumb is that Tanner, my husband, and I are celebrating our ninth anniversary this week. So we're going to go on a little overnight trip back to where he proposed to me for the first time since he proposed to me 10 years ago. <laughs> That's so exciting. I was telling Crystal earlier that I don't know why we haven't ever gone back because it's not that long of a drive, but we're finally going back 10 years later. (laughs) I'm so excited for you. So, yeah, that's my breadcrumb. I guess let's start with 
So, Martha, mm-hmm. you used to be Amish. That is correct. Uh-huh. What order of Amish were you? So, I was newer Amish. See, I wasn't even sure. I wasn't sure really? if you were newer or older. No, I couldn't remember for sure. That's crazy, because we definitely knew each other when I, I was Amish. I but know. that wouldn't have been a big deal for you, no. obviously. No. I didn't really, especially, you know, as young teenagers, I didn't pay attention to... You didn't care about that. No. Yeah. No. I was just like, oh, cool, friends. <laughs> yeah. See, I never knew how how some people view that, even, like, now, at the church I go to now, until, like, until after I left, I was like, whoa, they are viewed as, like... And they are, and I get it, because, I mean, it definitely... There's a reason for it, but definitely viewed as a little more... You know, self-righteous and you're saying the new order Amish are Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah, you didn't know that. Mm -mm. See, I feel like the farther away you get, I don't know. It it depends, but yeah. I think some of that comes from. It seems maybe I'm wrong. It seems like the majority of the Amish in the air, like in this area, in this Mm -hmm. community, are old order Amish. Yeah, and they kind of tend to. Like, it just kind of tends to be an ad- the attitude that mm-hmm. anyone from the lower orders, like, they don't know very well. And anyone from the higher orders, they're self-righteous. Yes, and, that's Like, true. that just kind of just tends gets... to be the mindset. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. It's crazy how that works. No one, yeah, it, it, it's wild. Yeah. But I do remember when my oldest sister married an old order guy. That was a big deal. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, that was a big deal. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're not Amish anymore either. But mm-hmm. back then, it was a big, that was a big deal. Now, Crystal, I'm blanking completely. Were, were you old order? I think so. Your family? I think so. I don't okay. Know, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I think like almost everyone now, like my aunts and uncles now, yes. But I think when my mom and dad, hmm, I know that at one point my grandparents were not old order and they were a part of the something Troyer Church, I forget. Oh, I, like, I know what you're talking about. It's like, I'm not familiar with that at all. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. So it's it's like in between old order and Dan Green yet, I oh. think, right? Is that what I said before? I don't remember. I don't know for sure. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I don't trust my memory right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you um, don't remember being Amish at all, do you? No, because we left when I was one and a half. Okay. So the interesting thing is that even though you left so young, you grew up around the Amish more than I did. Yeah, because we um, still always lived in the community. Mm-hmm. Like, we still always had Amish neighbors. And your family, you still, like, attended things with your family. Yeah, like, Whereas, mom's family never yeah. shunned us. So we still had, like, we were always, you know, we were around our Amish cousins and Amish family a lot still. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. how long ago did you leave? Uh, I was just thinking about that today. Um, I think right around six or seven years. I think it's going on seven. Okay. So, so I, it hasn't been that long. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you had joined the church or not before you left. I did. You did. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. So were you shunned? 
No. No? No. New Order doesn't really shun at all. No. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, honestly, I had an easy out. Like, I just, I just left. I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. Honestly, I can't even say, like, I got, I hardly got any friction at all. Wow. Because my older siblings had already left. Oh, so so you had siblings that had already left. Yeah. And it was kind of the expected thing. People were like, well, when is she going to leave? You know, it's more like that. Interesting. Yeah. So what was your motivation for leaving? Was it that your older siblings had left? Um, yeah. So I had spent the winter in Florida. And I just remember, um, so I was teaching at the time at an Amish school. And that's what kept me Amish for four years, actually. I'm pretty sure I would have left four years earlier if I wouldn't have been teaching. I love those kids and the community. Mm-hmm. And just, it was, the honestly, I, I love the job and people and it just was hard for me to leave because I wouldn't be able to teach there anymore obviously Uh, but then I had so I taught for two years and then I went to Florida for a season like for I took off for a year and when I came back I was like man this really stinks having to call someone to take me somewhere because in Florida you could just walk or bike everywhere and you didn't really Mm -hmm. and and I lived with a friend who had a car who was a car so it was just, I remember coming back home and like, man, like, I definitely am not going to be Amish for much longer because of that, which is kind of a strange. But then um, I had some friends getting married where, like, I was a part of the weddings and um, I just started observing being like, well, yeah, I, I really don't know why I'm so Amish. Like, I don't have to, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it just suddenly kind of dawned on me that, like, what am I still doing here? And that's, an, an, I don't know, another reason why I still, like, why it took me that long to leave is, like, my youth group. I genuinely enjoyed the people in my youth group. And mm-hmm. when my friends started getting married and they weren't with the youth group anymore, and I kind of, you know, I started thinking about, well, it's my, I think I'm going to head out soon, you know. Mm-hmm. But. That makes a lot of sense to me. I feel like I've heard from a lot of people that stayed Amish for like longer than they would have felt the need to. That it was because of their family or friends. Yeah, like yeah. that that community. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you even said that you enjoyed the community. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's funny because I think that that is what keeps a lot of people Amish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which totally makes sense because. I think a lot of people, after they leave the Amish, if someone asks them, what do you miss about the Amish? It's almost always the community. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because that is something that the Amish really have down pat, is mm-hmm. that sense of community. That's true. That's true. And hospitality. Yeah. That is one thing that the probably, yeah, community and hospitality are the only things that I really miss about that. Mm-hmm. The, the culture. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I I talked to my dad. I think I've even mentioned it on this podcast before that when you go visit someone who's Amish, you don't have to tell them you're going to show up. Yeah. You just show up. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, hi. They They're happy in. to see you. Yeah. And now, I don't know, I'm always texting people, hey, are you busy? Hey, are you, you know. Like, yeah. It's a totally different culture. You could just show up at my house. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. 
It depends on who it is, huh? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But, like, your friends from out of town just randomly showing up at your door. Yeah. Staying the night. Mm -hmm. That would be, like, oh, my goodness, this is invasive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a huge deal. Yeah. And in the Amish, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad to see you. Come in. We'll figure it out. Someone will sleep on the floor. (laughs) Take my bed. (laughs) Sorry, the house is a mess. (laughs) Let me clean it up real quick. And it's not just a big, it's not a huge deal. They just clean up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's not a huge deal. Or maybe they just had it cleaned up already. <laughs> Who yeah. knows? That and another thing I always think about is like one thing that I am grateful for is how like um your family's got your back. Like you know that you're you're not gonna end up on the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, for me anyway. I mean obviously like you work and you have a place to stay and stuff, but for, that always stands out to me how like yeah, you're, you're, everything's going to be, like, no matter what. I guess with starting a new business and, like, totally taking that leap of faith, mm-hmm. has that's probably what got me thinking about that. That like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, is knowing that they have your back. Yeah. 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 So if you didn't get shunned, then you, you still have relationships with all of your family then. Yeah. That's... Yeah, there's no one that I, I mean, I see some, like, my cousins that I would have, that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. I see them way less because obviously I'm not in the same church anymore, not in the youth group. Um, and we definitely, the longer I'm, I've been like away from that, the more like my views have changed and like, we definitely have different views on things, but we are still like, my cousins are still my friends mm-hmm. for sure. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned that some of your views have changed or are different than what they used to be. What, what is something that you can think of that was like, that shifted, that was noticeable for you? Um, I would say the the biggest thing that comes to mind right off the bat is how I view people that dress way differently than I do. Um, people who have different beliefs, different worldviews. Um, it's okay. Like we don't have to all, you know, think the same things and we're, we don't. And it's, that's one of the biggest things I would say that has changed is, and I, I've learned and I'm still learning to just love people where they're at. Like, cause this world, there's so much more than our tiny little bubble here mm-hmm. in this area. <laughs> yeah. And even like people who are not Amish in this area, typically like you can pretty much bank on people feeling, having the same worldviews for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, then, or very similar. Yeah. Very similar at least. Yes. Yeah. And there is, it's just not like that. Even you don't have to get out of the country before you find people. You don't even have to hardly. Not even in the state. I, I could, you know, just recently I was on like a girls weekend up in Cleveland and just the whole like feel Mm -hmm. is so different. Like I definitely felt less afraid of anyone judging me for doing anything crazy. Like, out in public. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why did you like laughed really loud? I wasn't uh-huh. self-conscious about it. Uh-huh. But, like, around here, I feel like I sometimes am. Yeah. Like, you have to be some reserved, like, a little reserved or... Yeah. Yeah. Be a meek and mild woman. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That does not funny, describe me. True. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's a good point. It, we are kind of in this bubble of, like, not only Amish people, but the people surrounding the Amish people. And it does create a whole subculture of its own. It does. Yeah. 
I lived in Alaska last summer and there, like, that's where I really had to come. Like, I was like, whoa, this is, I thought I wasn't sheltered mm-hmm. as much anymore. I thought, you know, I'd been around the block a few times, but man, living with people from all across the country, mm-hmm. um, different, you know, backgrounds and totally different, um, childhoods. That was, that was incredible. Can you tell us a little more about that when you say lived with, like, what was that experience like? It was, it was crazy. We had uh, a couple, like three of us lived in in the same cabin. Um, So we were split up in in threes and we had a common area where we would cook and the, the showers and the bathrooms were in there. And then we worked at the same place too. But then, yeah, just like room, there wasn't even like you didn't even get your own room. It was just like camping, pretty much. It was fun, but there was so such a like, I yeah, like everyone could tell that I wasn't like exposed to all the things they they were. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to explain really how just right off the bat I could tell like this is gonna be this is gonna be very interesting. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. Like I loved getting to know people, and that's where I grew a deep appreciation. I think for just loving, like I love studying people and like where, like why they are the way that they are, and like what made them who they are. Why do they think the things that they do? Like what made what makes them believe this or that? And yeah, I love love that part of it. But it was also like. There was definitely some darkness that, um, like, I, we ran into also, like, that you had to just, yeah, walk, I guess walk. I don't really want to get into detail with any of that, but, like, there was some some heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess the saying where, like, people go to Alaska to get, you know, run away from their troubles. A lot of people talk about that. Um, that definitely rings true sometimes. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of crazy stuff like this. So how did you end up going to Alaska for the summer? So we were there on vacation Mm -hmm. a couple years ago. I think it was 2021. We took a vacation, like a two-week vacation, and Mm -hmm. I loved it. And at the time, I was at a job where I was at an office all day, every day. I was working for my brother-in-law, like my it was family, and it it was great. I should have been, you know, perfectly content. I felt like, but it just really was not for me. Like, I love being around people, and that just I just was alone most of the time. So anyway, after we got back from Alaska, I was like, hey, I could you know do a seasonal job and kind of take a just step back a bit and try to figure out what I want to do because I had been with their company for I want to say like seven years. Mm-hmm. so it was kind of a like oh my goodness like what have I done I have you know built all these skills and like I know how to do all these things but I do not enjoy it and you know so I took a step back and that's kind of what made me think of oh I could go to Alaska they're always like you know there's so many seasonal jobs available in Alaska because tourism is huge in the summer and it was not hard finding a job and then yeah my cousin wanted to go too, so the two of us drove up there and spent the whole summer out there. Wow. I did not realize that one of your cousins went too. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah. I would not have made the drive by myself, I don't think. That's a long drive. Yeah. How long is it exactly? 
Um, so it took us three days. We did it in a very short amount of time, considering like the distance. But we, we just like one of us drove and one of us slept, and we just switched off. We did not stop to sleep. Anywhere. Oh my goodness! Wow. It was a it was That's a pretty intense. wild ride. Yeah, it was fun though. We yeah. would, we were just talking about it the other day, and we both said we'd do it again. Wow. Yeah, we even got stuck, and it was the middle of May, and we got stuck in the snow. Oh my word. Yeah, and Yukon Territory, there was a snowstorm, and yeah, we found ourselves, like, in the middle of nowhere. Couldn't keep going. Uh, so it was too <laughs> oh deep. Oh, my gosh. And we just pulled over. Yeah, like, we had blankets and stuff, so we were okay for a little bit. And shockingly, we had service where we, we were kind of on top of the hill where we had to pull over because we weren't able to keep going up the hill. It was too much snow. And so we had service, so we were able to call... We figured out like a hotline that you could call to that tells you like how how bad the roads are like a couple miles like by mile. Okay. And actually, we just waited for a truck to go down. It was like super early in the morning, so we had to wait for people to wake up a little bit, I guess. And then yeah, a truck went down the road, and we just followed its tracks to the next town, and then we hung out there for a little bit. Oh my goodness. That would be such a fun <laughs> experience. Also a little scary. Yeah. I feel like at the time it would be a little bit like, oh my goodness, how's this going to work out? But then later, like it would, like looking back on it, it would be kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. We love talking about it now. Yeah. And be like, yeah, we got stuck in the snow on our trip to Alaska. Yeah. 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 Our families were super worried because we did tell them like where we were at because we didn't know like how long this would go before. Mm-hmm we'd be able to get, like, keep going. So our families knew about it, and they were pretty worried, but it all worked out, right? <laughs> I remember having to go pee, and <laughs> just thinking about all, like, the bear, like, grizzlies. Because oh! we would see so many bears and moose and buffalo, like, bison, and just, yeah. And I was just thinking, my goodness, there's probably a grizzly just, like, a couple feet away from me right now. <laughs> But yeah, it was good. It was a good experience. Yeah. I don't, I would not do it again, I don't think. But I am grateful for like all the, like for what it's taught me. It mm-hmm. definitely forced me to grow. Yeah. I have friends like on the West Coast now that I would never have met if, you know, mm-hmm. if I would have been out there. And you said that was kind of the main thing that really like pushed you into embracing that every, that, People are all different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, people are from such, like... And also, it just made me think how how broken the world really is. That was a... It, it just really... There's just so much. Like, there were a lot of... Um, I mean, even, like, genders. You did, some, some people, you just didn't know, you know, what, they, what their pronouns are. Mm-hmm. Um, and around here, you just don't really have to worry about that kind of thing. And there were so many things where you, and, and I would talk to people about it and like ask questions. And it was so, we had such good conversations about things like that where I would never have, I, yeah, I wouldn't have known how to approach it. But my, my thing was always up there. I'm going to love everyone like where they are and I'm going to see like, I'm going to learn things here. Mm-hmm. And I did. Like they were, they were awesome. I, honestly, everyone was incredible. And we just, it was it was amazing to me how so many people from such different walks of life could come or like walks of life sounds so cliche, but um, so many people from different backgrounds could come together 
like live together. And there was a lot of drama, like I kid you not, like oh my goodness. <laughs> a <laughs> yeah. lot of drama. But um for the most part, like yeah, I, I'm still in contact with pretty much everyone, all twenty five of the people. Um not like on a regular basis, but like definitely in touch. Yeah, yeah, in touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. That's really cool. One thing it makes me think of is how sometimes coming from like a conservative culture, we fall into this like belief that there's a certain way everyone should look. Yes. And we're like, we kind of like, we kind of have this mindset of like, well, they'll figure it out. Like Uh they'll get to where they need to go instead of considering that, well, maybe their end goal or their, where they end up isn't going to look like how we're going to end up. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Very much so. I recently heard somebody say, like, they're talking about how there's different things for different people. And he said, we don't all have to eat from the same pot. So, like, we're not all eating from the same pot of food. Like, everyone is eating things that are different flavors. And, like, Mm -hmm. they're just all, like, in, in that variety is, like, a really beautiful aspect of just humanity. hmm Yeah. At the end of the day, like, something you said kind of made me think of, you brought up how we all have such different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And if you have a completely different childhood than someone else, how it would it be possible to end up in the same place? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And, like we we all have so many different like such varied experiences throughout our entire lives. Mm-hmm. But that's a really cool thing to take away like when like how you said that's kind of one of the biggest uh things that's changed for you. Yeah, I would definitely say and it took me a couple of years to to get to that where I was like, Oh wait, it doesn't have to look like just this one way or mm-hmm. just even yeah. Yeah, in order for me to love someone and to appreciate someone and to ha- and for someone to be my friend or, yeah, they don't have to look or act or dress or um, even believe exactly the way that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of friends who are, I made a lot of friends up there who are not believers and they, it was great for conversations. Like, we had a lot of good conversations about, and there, there's this one uh, lady that still calls me every now and then just whenever she has a question about you know she wants to know more about god and she wants to know hey she found this um she saw a bible verse somewhere on the store wall and she wants to know what does that mean and i love that like that is that's great but the end goal i feel like has to be like you just just to be their friend and to build a relationship for me that's that's where it was at mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not trying to make them think and do everything the same as you exactly yeah because i feel like if you do that then they can immediately tell yeah and like that's really they don't have to like Mm -hmm. why should they because they didn't like you said alma they did not have the same life experiences that you did and Mm -hmm. and their end goal doesn't have to be what we think it should look like Mm -hmm. that's a yeah i feel like that's like honestly that's a really big thing Because if you think about it, a lot of people, like, who have, you know, Amish background, Mm -hmm. that is something that, like, that's ingrained in in you Mm -hmm. when you're little. 
because when you're Amish, you're friends with other Amish people. Mm -hmm. And everybody talks the same language as you do. Like, they have the same beliefs. They dress the same, or at least pretty similarly, depending on what order you are. But, like, after people leave the Amish, so often they end up in friend groups where everyone thinks the same. Mm -hmm. And if they don't think the same, then they're trying to make them think the same. Yes. Because... That's, that's what they're used to. That's what they know. And mm-hmm. it makes sense because, I mean, like, if that's all we know, then that's what we're looking for and that's what we think we need to do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And unless they yeah. put themselves in, unless you put yourself in an uncomfortable setting, I guess, mm-hmm. where you are not on the same page as everyone around you. But, like, unless you, I guess I got a little lucky with that because I was, I didn't, first of all, I, did, I wasn't prepared for it, but I had to, I was up there then. I had to live with them. Mm-hmm. All these people mm-hmm. were, and that I don't mean that to sound like it was a bad thing because I love living with them. Well, no, yeah, like it was but, like a thing too where you knew you didn't have like an easy out or something, yeah. even though it was uncomfortable. It wasn't like, well, I'm just gonna drive 20 minutes home now. Yeah, no, yeah. you couldn't. Like you <laughs> were there. Like those were your yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like those were your people. You worked with them. You lived with them. You went fishing with them. You ate with them. You cooked with them. You know mm-hmm. all the things. But yeah. Something you said uh, stood out to me, how you said that you had such good conversations with people who don't believe the same as you. Mm -hmm. That's interesting to me because coming from the Amish, Amish people and ex... I wouldn't say ex-Amish, but they um, purposely avoid talking to people who don't have the same beliefs as them because they don't want to be led astray. Like, yeah. am I wrong? No, that's no. the whole No, that's, that's, I think so, that's accurate. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, that stood out to me when you said that because you said you had such good conversations. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that makes so much sense why it would be such good conversations. Because unless you're ever challenged in your beliefs, how do you know how firm they are? How do you know mm-hmm. exactly where they stand? Oh, girl, you just hit the nail on the head. That really, that was really, yeah, that you just explained it, in, like, entirely. There there was some times where, like, they asked me directly um, hard questions, like, well, why? Like, why? And it is so hard to look someone in the eye that you have come to, like, appreciate and love and um, to look a human in the eye and tell them, yes, that you absolutely do believe that they are living wrong, uh, according to, like, you know, how what I believe like the Bible says, but also to be able to okay because because if you know the, there was this one beautiful young lady that um very much like she and I differed so much on our beliefs. She would ask me why, like why do you why do you think this is not right? And I had to you know own up. There was no crawling out of that. Mm-hmm. Like there was no well. Because the Bible says so. I, that was not the answer that yeah. she wanted. You know, you had to get down deep into it. And it was so cool how we agreed to disagree finally. Like, we both, that there was one night where we were camping. And um, she and I had that conversation. And I was, I was like, legitimately sweating. Like, it was mm-hmm. nerve-wracking. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It is yeah, uncomfortable. It is. And, like, to look someone in the eye. And, like, she, because she asked me, like, do you think the way like what I'm she asked if if I think that is wrong and well yeah I do believe that like same-sex marriages and like that I do believe that is wrong and so I wasn't I wouldn't be able to just tell her that 
that it's okay. But I, but I did tell her like that I love her the same. Like I do love her as a person, and that is not that does not change it. But I cannot tell her that I agree with with that at all. And then we got into you know what the Bible says about it and why I believe that is right and what God says and it just I don't know it was it was hard for me I I didn't expect it to be that hard mm-hmm. or even to have conversations like that yeah but it was good because we we turned out to be like yeah like I said we're still in contact and I I loved like. Yeah, those conversations were honestly, they helped me grow a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that part of the reason that conversations like that scare a lot of people is when we're faced with something like opposite to what we believe. Mm-hmm. Like Alma said, like there's that fear of like being led astray. Like that's kind of like what the Amish feel like. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like the mentality is like, yeah. oh, this is going to lead me down the wrong path if I talk about this. Yeah. But beyond that, it's like kind of a human nature thing, too, of not liking to ever be wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. we want to think we're always right. That's true. And so sometimes when we have a conversation like that, it's like, what if I'm faced with facts of something that I think I don't agree with, and then I end up changing my mind? mind. Ah, then it's hard to... And that's really hard, because then it's like, I have to reconcile all of these things I believed Mm. with that. And so that's why it's so much easier and less uncomfortable to just stay in our safe little bubbles Mm -hmm. and only, like, be around people who believe the same as us. But, like, that is not what leads to growth. Like, things that lead to growth are things that challenge us. Yes. And that's often conversations where people disagree on things. Mm -hmm. And if we end up changing our minds, is that such a bad thing at the end of the day? Yeah. Like, that's... I really like how you said that. There's, mm-hmm. like, nothing wrong with changing your mind about anything in life. Mm-hmm. And when we have those conversations, we either are presented with something that we're like, no, I still firmly believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. But I am, I'm okay with that, and I'm okay with you firmly believing what you believe. Mm-hmm. Or something changes our mind, and that's okay. Like, yeah. either way is still growth. Yeah. Yeah, there's not really any way to go backwards from a conversation like that. Yeah. yeah. Like you're either firmer in your belief or you've branched off in a new way. Yeah. And in the meantime, if you're, you've also gotten better at communicating your ideas probably because you've had yeah. to go through a very uncomfortable <laughs> conversation. Yeah. 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 Quite a few. And there was, wait, so one of you said something about, um, well, I guess what I'm wanting to say is how, like, um, I, my thought is always, like, if if I am not firm, if I don't know what I believe enough to be able to handle those questions, if I am, like, if I just shut anyone who does, who questions my belief, if I just shut anyone off, well, then there's no room. How, like, how do you, you have to be able to stand on what you believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will, Otherwise, it holds no grounds. Yes. I, and if you're not able to stand on what you believe, then you don't actually believe it. Exactly. Or, or you think that it can be shaken so easily. Yeah. Yes. Like, if I'm, yes. if I'm yes. firm in what I believe, then I'm not going to be able to be led astray just so yes. easily just by yes. having a conversation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. Mic drop. No, yeah. I agree completely. That's a really cool experience to um, 
have had in life, especially like like you said way back, like that you didn't think you were very sheltered. Mm-hmm. It's I agree. Sometimes we like have these moments of like we're presented with mm-hmm. like right in front of our face. It's like you have been sheltered. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of things in this world you do not know about. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, yes. And it is it's sobering. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel like has that changed how you look at things like coming back to this area? Like has it how's that changed how you look at things like here now? Definitely. At first, it was very hard for me to just fit back in the, mm-hmm. because even like people directly like around me, like seeing how the view there, we we don't we didn't think that, or to them it doesn't look like they're like judgmental of them, and and we're not, or we at least don't mean it to be. But at the same time, there's a there's a separation between people who we know to believe the same as us. And people who obviously do not believe the same mm-hmm. as us. That has been, that was rough. Like it, I feel like it has helped me. I don't even know if helped is the right word, but it has definitely, like I relate to people differently as a whole than I did mm-hmm. before. But I will say too, that it is easy to slip back in the mentality of like, it just, you know, everyone here is the same and, it's comfortable here and you know yeah i don't have to get out ever and and you don't really have to i guess but yeah that's up to you in the end honestly yeah. but that that makes a lot of sense to me it, if you have experienced a dramatic change in the way you think mm-hmm. going back and seeing the way you thought before that would be very like you 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 would be way more attuned mm-hmm. obviously and able to see it yeah. And I hope that, like, somehow, I mean, I know that he will, but I hope that God uses it somehow to, in the future, like, I don't know. I I'm, I would love to be in, to get into some more, like, just to get to know more people, like, around us, like, in Ohio. Like, like you said, we don't have to get out, out of state to, just to build more relationships with people who are not in the same bubble as we are. Like, just mm-hmm. not just for, um, like, honestly, because to help us grow, too. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, yeah. Yeah, you said, like, it's easy to slip back into old it habits. Is. It is, because if we, if that's what we surround ourselves with, mm-hmm. then exactly. that's what we're, we're the product of our environment. Exactly. So where do we go to find those places? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah. It does feel good to be going to Alaska and and now coming home. That's, I feel like, I don't know, it might not be, make a lot of sense to say this now, but I've become more of a homebody since Alaska. Like, I feel like maybe it's the adventure side of it. Like, my adventurous spirit has been, like, fulfilled. Like, I got all the adventure I wanted (laughs) for a while. Because now, like, I'm fine with just staying at home for a while. Mm -hmm. And I love being at home. Mm -hmm. Like, in my home. (laughs) Yeah. I get that. We we go through different seasons, too. and Mm -hmm. Yeah. I understand that. I'm typically not in a season of I want to be at home, but (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you and I are alike in a lot of ways, though. 
Because I, yeah, I, I used to never be like that. Maybe it's me being so busy right now. Well, you're busy too, though. Yeah. I, I do sometimes I want to be, just not in general. Like, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I just really want to be home. But in general, I like to be with people. Out where the party's at. Yeah. But then also, I'm home most of the time with my kids. Whereas you're gone most of the time, yeah. working, and you've been busy, so yeah, that makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, we didn't even say, I mean, people may have gathered when you said your name, but Crystal loves frequenting, visiting. Uh, yeah, the, I said the one day training. that our uh, Instagram is now just a wild box energy promo page. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I have, and then like right after that, I just, I didn't go for a little while now. And Aww. Well, it wants you to come sad. by. Yeah. The fox needs you back. <laughs> See, her business has dropped because I haven't been promoting it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> we need it to be on the Friendship Bread podcast Instagram story again immediately please okay yeah Crystal always posts how cute your drinks are Aww. they're so cute and colorful well they are they're very cute they mm-hmm. very much like once you like it's like it looks at you and it's like please take a picture of me oh yes that's yeah. perfect yeah if you haven't tried it out she has an Instagram page and it's it's is it Wild Fox Energy. Energy. Wild mm-hmm. Fox Energy on Instagram. And she has yummy breakfast sandwiches. So good. And really cute drinks. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I've been having a lot of fun with it for sure. So, it's yeah. Been a lot of fun. It's been keeping you busy. Yes. All summer long. I'm excited to. I'm already excited for next year. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, taking some notes and. Planning for next year. I do have a couple things that I'm going to be adding to the venue soon. This fall Ooh. still. So I saw you posted things. something about yeah something new coming. Yeah. Should we say it on here since it'll be out like by the time? You can if you want to. <laughs> so I'm going to be adding smoothie bowls. Oh. Which is so far for food. I only have the breakfast sandwiches. But um, I'm going to do breakfast sandwiches and smoothie bowls now. So those can be for lunch or breakfast. That's cool. So, That's very cool. I'm excited to try that. Yeah, you'll have to. There you go. Now you can come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something new to try. Well, I mean, yes. I already wanted to come back. I've just been busy. I understand. So. <laughs> yeah. That's, we, we talk a lot about like taking, resting when you need to and having grace for yourself. So that's kind of cool that how your business, how you have it set up, like you get an intentional break. Yeah. Like it's seasonal. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that is going to be essential for me to grow my business. I'm just kicking myself. Why? I could have, instead of sitting on the couch this morning by myself and enjoying the quiet, I could have come over there and I didn't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on your Instagram. Crystal, Crystal's not thinking about <laughs> Okay, I'm laughing at the irony of this. You posted about... That sometimes we need to rest <laughs> and find pockets of rest. And she's looking back at that pocket of rest that she was so thankful for. And she's like, I shouldn't have wasted that pocket of rest. I should have gone and been with people. <laughs> that is what I'm thinking. I'm like dying. It makes me laugh so hard. Oh, that's so funny. Listen, in the that's moment it was what you. I needed, okay? Yes, but now exactly. I'm looking back and I'm so, like, so don't regret I it. I to go over there again, though. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> you need I'm just that pocket of rest, up. girl. I know. Yeah, and as an introvert, I never regret my pockets of rest. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's just, just so you. So extra. We're very different, Eleanor. We are, we are. I didn't even pipe in about how I'm very much a homebody and oh. I can identify with you too uh, very I much. was I was surprised. <laughs> I was looking at you like any minute now, Alma's gonna be like, Yes, I don't like to leave my home. <laughs> <laughs> I like leaving it occasionally. Occasionally. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you are home a lot. Yeah. I enjoy well, I work from home, so I'm home for oh. that too. So I I don't know. I I'm very, I'm realizing how introverted I really am, uh-huh. but I obviously still need my time with people too. It's just different than Crystal's. Sure. Chris, like, Crystal could be around people all day, every day, I feel like, depending on the mm-hmm. people. Yeah, it depends a lot on the people. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, yeah. Certain people, for sure. Yeah. I am definitely extroverted too, though. Like, yeah. I, I need people. In fact, like, I don't like being alone at all, but I do like being at home. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I like it when people come to my house. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I love when people come to my house, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You guys are probably excellent hosts. I mean, Crystal's an excellent host. I haven't yeah. been to Martha's house, and I assume she's an excellent host. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I've, I've been I to her sister. I've been to her sister's house. When you didn't even you didn't live there then. Oh yeah, right. No, no. no. And but they were kind of co-hosting. Okay. And yeah, they were definitely excellent hosts. That was a very fun evening. Oh, thank you. That was a fun evening. You girls, we had a lot of fun. We did. And we should have done it again way before now. I know. We need to plan it. Yeah. Well, it's making more sense to me than that. As an extrovert, you dove into the going to Alaska experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought of something I wanted to ask you. Oh. So, I know when I went on my missions trip, and I think maybe I've asked you this before, I don't remember. But I know that when I went on my missions trip and I was completely out of a space, like in a strange well, I was in like a strange culture, like everything was different. It was completely different than anything I'd ever known like when I was in India. And I was also with people that I had never met before. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was, it was more easy to be authentic and be me because there was no expectations of what I was like. They didn't have any preconceived notions of who I was. Whereas the people you've known all your life, they're like, oh, yes, I know them. They're this and this and this and this. But they've, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you're talking about. So did you, did you feel like that? Yeah. The freedom just to be myself. Mm -hmm. Because no, like you said, there was no preconceived notion of who I am or like even, even like my family, you know, like, um. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, there was definitely a freedom in just being myself. Like, because no one was expecting anything mm-hmm. or no one, you know, you could just be who you are. And definitely. That's really cool. I but wish, that's something that I wish, like, everybody could experience mm-hmm. is just that, like, 
ability to be somewhere, even if it's just for a little bit of time, where no one has any preconceived notions about who you are as a person or what role you'll fill in the group. Yes. Like, no one knows, are you going to be the serious person? Are you going to be the clown? Like, are you going to be the leader? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, no one knows who you are. And there's something about that that just really, like, enables you to, like, figure out who you are on your own. Because you're just doing what you want to do versus doing, like, when you're with your family, sometimes it's easy to be like, well, I have to do this because they need me to fill that role. And Mm -hmm. if I don't do that, then no one will be doing that anymore because they're expecting me to do it. Exactly. I honestly have nothing to add, Crystal. You have stated that so well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to ask if it kind of made you come to terms with, like, who am I mm-hmm. outside of my family and outside of where I've grown up? Yeah. Yeah. I think coming from or being in a family with, a, like, I have six siblings, mm-hmm. that is something that can, like, that can just make you feel like another one of the, you know, another mm-hmm. one of the crowd. And, I mean, in a sense, I guess you are, but, um, like you said, Alma, just, like, being, yeah, just being your own person and having no one else, like, to compare to, I guess, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that makes a lot amazing. of sense. Yeah. There's got to be a way to live like that here, too, though. Like, even when you're surrounded. It's just harder. It is harder. I think it's because... You have to be more intentional. Mm-hmm. And I remember for me, like my personal experience was I came back and I remember doing things like differently or being different. And I remember people saying, uh, well, I expected you to do this or, mm-hmm. oh, well, this is how you would respond. And I remember saying specifically, that is how I always felt like I had to, but I am being authentic and I'm going to do like what's right for me. It felt very selfish, honestly, to say that, but it's like, it feels selfish because we're raised to always think of everybody else first, but like being who you are as a person is not a selfish thing. And, but you have to be intentional about doing what's like true to you Mm -hmm. and your personality and who you are. And It might make people around you uncomfortable because they're like, I don't know who this person is anymore. But did you feel, so you felt people like kind of trying to push you back into that Mm -hmm. crystal who they knew to Mm -hmm. be in. Yeah. 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 They expected Mm -hmm. it to still be the same. And I had to say, I'm different. Mm -hmm. And I, but I think that's even true. Like as we go through life, we, we grow and we change. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, And the people around us are either okay with us growing and changing or they're not. And another aspect to that is maybe your authenticity also allows other people to feel like, oh, I can be my authentic self. Yeah. Or sometimes it just, I mean, in my experience, it definitely made some people uncomfortable. Uh And there were people who, we're like, well, I liked the old crystal better. And I was like, well, that's not me anymore. So 
She's um, going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, that wasn't, that's not true to me. And I can't uh-huh. be that person anymore. And so there's definitely friendships that completely, like, disappeared huh. through that. But yeah. looking back, they weren't authentic. And I would 100% still choose to make those same decisions and have the authentic friendships I have now mm-hmm. versus going back into being who they wanted me to be just so that we could be friends. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Well, I don't want to speak for Crystal, but I think she also very much enjoyed this conversation. But I really enjoyed having this conversation with you, Martha. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us. Thank um, you for having me. It was great. I enjoyed it as well. Yes, I am very glad that you agreed to come be a guest. I was yeah. very honored to be here. <laughs> and my voice is getting quiet again. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But yes, thank you so much. And then um, before we go, we'll ask you one last question. What is one thing you think every woman should know? So I think uh, for sure that every woman should know that her beauty is not dependent on her appearance. It sounds so simple, but that is, I feel like the world needs to hear that more. That's good. Simple things are often sometimes the truest things. So, yeah. Yeah. Like we definitely, like definitely we can, you know, work on, you know, our appearance and stuff for sure. It's not wrong to have like beautiful, wear a beautiful dress or wear beautiful clothes or pants or, you know, whatever you want to wear. But for sure, beauty is on the inside. Yeah, I agree. That's good. Well, thank you again so much for being here with us, Martha. And like we mentioned earlier, Martha's Instagram for her business is Wild Fox Energy. On Instagram, you can go support her. And you can follow us over on Instagram and Facebook at The Friendship Bread. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars on Spotify. If you loved this episode and identified with parts of it, make sure you share it with your friends. You can check out our community blog over at thefriendshipbread.com. And thank you again so much for joining us for this conversation. We hope that you'll be back in two weeks for another episode of The Friendship Bread Podcast. Bye! Bye!